I was driving away from college for a weekend with my best friend and her husband. The weatherman said that a storm was coming, but it wouldn't reach where I was for a few more hours. I was starting to have doubts about that as I examined the black clouds gathering above me. I could have sworn that they were about to open up at any second, and then they did. It was coming down so fast and furious that I could barely see the road. Then the unexpected happened. First, the car started twanging and then the window wiper stopped working. I started panicking and barely made it to the side of the road where the car came to an abrupt stop. I could easily fix the wipers because I knew enough about cars to know that it was probably a fuse and I had a few of those on hand in my glove compartment. It was the fact that the car wouldn't turn over that caused me the most concern. I sat there in my car and found myself contemplating walking, but I wanted to wait until the rain let up a little. I tried my cell, but in the middle of nowhere there was no cell tower and therefore no cell coverage. It wasn't until after midnight, three hours after I pulled over that the rain turned into more of a heavy mist. I gathered up everything I thought I need including a coat, boots, and a flashlight. I even took my cell, just in case I happened to find coverage on my journey. I got out and realized it was pitch black. I sighed. Without road lights, I would have to rely on my flashlight until I got to town. If I got to town, I knew the nearest was at least an hour away by car. I walked for quite some time, and then the flashlight started to go and I didn't have any extra batteries. I made it another half hour until the flashlight went completely dead. Now I was in the middle of nowhere and I couldn't even see where the road was. I would have to rely on the feel of the pavement under my feet to guide me forward. I lost the road an hour later and ended up walking through the woods. I was deep in the thick of it when I smelled smoke in the air and figured someone had a fire going somewhere. I thought if I could find the source, then I could at least find some shelter and maybe a warm place to sleep. I finally came across a cabin with smoke billowing out through the chimney. It was in clear view now and I could see a couple of lights on inside. I walked up to the front of it and was about to knock on their door when I heard a decidedly feminine voice say, Oh fuck, let me touch you. I paused mid-knock. A man's voice said, You know the rules. And I heard a smack so loud that it seemed to echo through the woods. My curiosity got the better of me and I walked to the side of the house and found a window. The man's voice said, you know, I love having you completely at my mercy. My curiosity was driving me crazy. I looked around and found a window with open curtains and moved closer. The cabin had a raised foundation, so the window was a little too far up for me to look. There were a few crates and a pile of wood. The noises and moans from inside were driving me crazy. So I carefully and quietly moved things into place. And when I thought I got it high enough, I climbed up to the top. 
It was a precarious position and the wood wasn't that stable, but I managed to finally get a look at what was going on inside. A man, a rather buff looking man at that, had his stick hovering over a young woman's mouth. She was trying valiantly to reach it with her tongue, but she was tied up. He kept it just out of her reach as she struggled against the ropes in vain. I heard her say, come on, let me suck it for you. You know that you want me to. I stared in shock. What the hell was going on? He said, you'll get the chance to suck it, but not till you beg me for it. She said, please let me suck it, just a taste. 